Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us again today. If you're new here, I'm your host, Jocelyn Perez. My pronouns are she, her, a fourth year double major in political science and Chicano studies. And I am the assistant project coordinator and the Terpoch component coordinator for the Mecha Calmeca project. And I'm so excited to introduce two really special new members of the project um, that are going to be coming on board with me for this episode to share so many awesome resources for Bruins on campus. Um, so I will hand it off to Danny. Hi, everybody. My name is Danny Ayala del Rio. My pronouns are he, him, his. I'm a fourth year um, majoring in sociology and also minoring um, in education studies and Chicano studies. And my, my role is an intern for Mecha Calmelka. Nice. Thank you so much. Um, Martin, do you want to introduce yourself? Sure. Hello. My name is Martin Sevchak. I might use the pronouns he, him. I am a first year in a pre-labor studies, pre-economics major, and I am also an intern with Mecha Kalmakak. Yay. Thank you all so much for being here today. I've really enjoyed um, planning this whole episode, and I'm excited for everyone to hear what we have planned um, to share, um, but as a really lovely icebreaker to start off with, I would love to know what historical figure y'all would want to catch hands with, any way you want to interpret that. Um, Martin, you are first up. Who is the culprit here? Alrighty, so this is less of a historical figure because I don't actually know who this person is. Okay. But, so I just flew up for the weekend to visit my girlfriend at UC uh-huh. Davis, and let me tell you, <laughs> airlines in general are miserable. Like what they are awful. Take? I use Southwest. Okay. Um, they are really cheap, which is nice. Yeah. But they're also miserable because they're <laughs> cheap. So I don't know who's responsible for like the tight seats and like the awful pretzels they give you and the bottled water. Always Asani. Asani is awful. Always Whoever's Asani. behind all of these decisions, I just want to beat into the ground. Because if you look at like <laughs> promotional art from the 50s of like airline travel, the travel of the future, it looks so nice. They're yeah. all there drinking champagne on these luxury sofas. Why can't we have that? Yeah. Oh, I agree. I mean, at the end of the day, I just want to talk. You know, <laughs> like, <laughs> let's have a conversation about it. I'm so sorry you had that experience. Yeah, so I, I would find whoever's responsible for that, whichever businessman, whichever whichever marketer, <laughs> just made those decisions. I am. I have worked for them. I I get it. Your feelings are so valid, and honestly, it is just such a crammed space. But you got to do what you got to do sometimes. But. I really, Absolutely. I really hear you, uh, Danny. What about you? <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> historical figure. Um, so a historical figure. Um, if it, if COVID could be a person, that's someone that I would catch hands with. Um, just because I know it ruined a lot, millions of people's lives, and ruined mine. It changed my whole trajectory in school, and mm-hmm. yes, I COVID would be. Uh, a person I would love to catch hands with, beat him to the ground, yeah. and, and I just, help you. You know, yeah, there would be so many people with me. 
um, yeah. giving COVID these hands. And yeah, COVID is one of them. Yeah, honestly, like if COVID were to be a person, what do you think they would look like? I would, I don't know. It would, it would look ugly to me. <laughs> fair and I terrifying. Mean, fair. Yeah, I mean, honestly, both of y'all had very, very different answers, but both extremely valid responses. And I think it says a lot about how we have been impacted this past year. Um, I think for me, I don't know necessarily about catching hands because I don't consider myself a particularly violent person, (laughs) but I just want to talk, you know, many, many people in office. um, I just want to talk to you and just figure out what's going on inside your head and why there are certain pieces of legislation you might have signed that I don't agree with. I just want to talk. Um, so oh, so you're, you're getting political here. Yeah, I won't exactly name names here. We're not name calling, but I will just give that piece. Um, okay. Well, thank you all so much for entertaining that question. I think it was definitely extremely insightful. Told me a lot about both of you and how y'all are feeling. Um, but now, obviously, transitioning and shifting gears a little bit into the actual bulk of today's episode, which is all about resources for our fellow Bruins on campus. Um, the first topic we have is academic advice. So if both of you could go back in time and talk to yourselves the first day at UCLA, what would you tell yourself? Any pieces of information that might have been helpful to previous Danny and previous Martin? Yeah, I guess I can go first here. Um, I would say, like, there's a few things I would say. Talk to your counselors, uh, go to office hours. But the very first thing I would say to anyone, I learned this fairly quickly, so I'm not upset myself. Yeah. But that first quarter, I could have avoided some genuinely miserable classes if I had done some research into the classes I was going to take. Using yeah. tools like Bruin Walk or talking to current students. You know, using people that like using those resources to make sure I wasn't making the wrong choices when it came to like which classes to take and even like which clubs to participate in, you know? Mm -hmm. Honestly. Yeah. So I I, I would, I would. Yeah. (laughs) That's pretty much all I have for my uh, younger self. My apologies. (laughs) You're good. (laughs) Danny, anything you want to add? For me, if I had, you know, uh, if I could go back in time, I would tell myself a lot of things. Um, but one thing is, you know, be patient on myself because um, on this college journey is it is an experience and it does take time to like, you know, be who you are and be who you're going to become. So I would just tell mm-hmm. myself to be patient, um, check in with my counselors frequently because that's one thing I didn't do until I think my second or third year when I was on, when they put a hold on my on my account. Um, so yeah. that's something that I would uh, take. I would be telling myself if I could go back in time. Honestly, I think that extremely solid responses, and I think it speaks a lot to what y'all have learned at this point in your journey at UCLA. Um, these are really, really special resources that I think we have, but sometimes we forget to keep in mind and consider as we're going through and navigating this whole undergraduate experience. Um, 
Anything else y'all want to share for that? I would um, add just on the counseling note that, you know, checking with your counselor at least, you know, at least once or twice a quarter. Um, I know, you know, we, you do, I know it's a lot of people who pass their classes, but, you know, frequently make sure, you know, you're taking the right classes for your major and seeing mm-hmm. if there's um, any, any issues on if you're on track to graduating or anything such as that. So, so you could keep on, on the right track to graduate. If I could just add on to what, oh, go ahead. My apologies. If I could just add on to what Danny said about being patient, uh, you most students here will have literal years to get everything they want to get done, done in time. Uh, most students will spend four or five years at the school, and that is so much time. It goes fast, but it is still a lot mm-hmm. of time. You don't need to do everything now or feel like you're taking things slow because you have literal years to accomplish your goals. Yeah. Absolutely. I think oftentimes people do feel a sense of pressure and just like a need to rush throughout this experience, even though it does take on average maybe four years for most folks to finish their undergrad journey. Um, There's time for everything. There's a time and a space for everything. And what's meant to be will be the opportunities are there, but also be patient with yourself and don't take on too much. Um, So speaking about things of that sort and, you know, being patient with yourself as you navigate this experience, I would love to know what are some ways both of y'all tend to your mental well-being? Um, Something that I do to tend my mental health is I usually go, I do play a lot of sports, so I usually play uh, mainly soccer and basketball with my friends. I go run. I do things for me that make me feel better athletic, athletically. So that's something I, I end up doing to, you know, to tend to my mental health. Yeah, and to add on to that, um, there are all sorts of student organizations on campus that will help you feel, or at least will try to help you feel better about yourself. There are students out there who want you to like be your friend, who want to help you through your struggles whether it be through sports like Danny participates in or through yoga or through just restorative healing or through talking about it through therapy. Uh, of course, there's also the school affil- affiliated options such as CAPS, which is a mental health service available to all UC students, I believe. And it's available at UCLA too. Um, anyone can sign up with the number that's available uh, online at the website and you should be able to find a, a, a point which is free with UShip or $15 per session if you don't have it. Uh, those therapy sessions I know have helped people that I'm close to. And like they're just a valuable tool for anyone who thinks they might need that help. And so adding on to what Martin says with CAPS, um, yeah. you know, this is this is my fourth my fourth year at UCLA and my this winter quarter is my first time ever using CAPS. Um, mm-hmm. It's been a long journey to like, you know, tend to my mental health. And decided that, you know, the beginning of this year, you know, uh, to tend to that mental health. You know, the beginning of my my experience with us was very scary just because growing up, I never was able to, like, talk about my feelings. Um, and seeking out professional help was, like, very terrifying. Didn't mm-hmm. think they would be able to help me. I thought it was going to, to take forever for an appointment. And also, I didn't know how I would ultimately react on telling someone else my problems. Yeah. 
you know, that's one of the scariest parts. Uh, I feel like it was, you know, the first step was the hardest, you know, seeking our help or uh, mm-hmm. trying to, uh, you know, uh, sign up for the appointments and doing all that process. So, but I ultimately ended up doing that. Um, but I I did it a different route. And I ended up going to Ash and, you know, uh, getting help by a doctor. And you just, because I didn't think it was like mentally that was good. But when I went mm-hmm. to the doctor, you know, I tell him all what was going on, and he said, "You're you're in great shape, but yeah, uh, physically you're good, but mentally, you know, you're not there." Um, mm-hmm. So he um, directed me to Cavs. He did the beginning process, um, and you know, we contacted them. And I think the day after they called me, and like it was like block number, which they usually do when you when you're setting up an appointment or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And they called me, and then this thing this this guy just you know asked told me who he was uh with ash and you know i was just like who's calling me who's who who the hell is this and why do you want to know about my problems um yeah but I ultimately <laughs> you know i ended up um telling me my issues and all this and i felt really good and mm-hmm. right off the bat they started helping me out with oh here's an appointment and they said they set up an appointment for me which was very good and like you know, that first step, it was, it took a lot off of my shoulders. And it was just, you know, the beginning of a new great journey. And then the, the first time I, you know, did therapy, I was very scared. I was very old, like, what's going to happen? Just because none of my family members or no, no one that I, that was close to me has done therapy. So I couldn't really ask, oh, what's like the process like, or what's, you know, what's, what do you go, like, what's that routine when you, when you go to therapy? So it was like yeah. very scary. Um, at first and then this um, when that went down um, after my appointment it was really great talking to someone I felt like um, I went in there not thinking that that I was gonna solve all my problems Um, my my goal was to you know be more aware of my emotions be more aware of like you know how was I how was I feeling and how am I gonna deal with this and therapy from like now I've gone to a couple sessions it's really helpful it's helping me, you know, um, take uh, control of my emotions and figure out what, you know, what I'm going through and um, mm-hmm. taking care of my mental health. And yeah. Yeah. And if I could add on to so what Danny said. I'm so sorry. Oh, continue. Go ahead. Go ahead. If I could add on to what Danny said, he's like, he said very eloquently that the first step is always the hardest. And for so many people I know, like including myself, that is true. It's hard mm-hmm. to both acknowledge that you need that help, that you want that help, and then actually seeking it out. But I don't know anyone personally who's ever regretted taking that first step. Once mm-hmm. you get past that hurdle, it's smoother sailing. It gets easier. Mm-hmm. So finding the support that you need to take that first step, it's sometimes hard, but it's always worth doing. And I always encourage anyone who needs it to at least try it. Yeah. Well, wow, super, super powerful. I think just reflecting on how even though that first step might be a little bit scary, it's definitely something folks rarely regret um, when reflecting back on how much that has helped them. And I think at the end of the day, it's very easy to not tend to your mental health and just disregard it as not as important as most folks consider their physical health and standards for them to be. But, you know, at the end of the day, 
you need to maintain both, um, not just one. Definitely both are equally as important and play into just your overall well-being as a person and also how you're going to perform in school and how you interact with others. It definitely makes a huge difference. Um, both your phys- physical and mental well-being are definitely things that are working in your favor if you tend to them in that way. So thank you so much for you, Danny, for sharing your experience with CAPS um, and how therapy has helped you in the ways that it has. Um, and Martin, for sharing everything that you did about, um, you know, the benefits of just talking with other people and having conversations, being a super healing environment for so many people having that element of catharsis there for you when you need it um is super super helpful so thank you all so much for sharing i think another thing that's important to highlight in just the conversation of tending to your health is also how there can be so many factors in someone's life that can impact them in a way that acts as a potential barrier to tending to their health adequately. Um, One, sometimes being food insecurity and folks have the means to afford um, healthy and just have food at their disposal for financial issues, whatever it might be. Um, And I'm really, honestly, the biggest advocate for services that we have on campus that help to alleviate some of that potential stress that students might be experiencing if they are going through financial hardships or food insecurity. One of them is not directly affiliated to UCLA, but I know UCLA has a CalFresh initiative program that folks can talk with directly to start their application process. And honestly, they're super, super helpful. And there's also the community programs office food gift card that they distribute every quarter. I will also believe they do it sometimes in the summer. Um, And during the holiday seasons, like Thanksgiving and winter break, they do food box giveaways for students. And all you have to do is applications. And honestly, they're incredibly, incredibly helpful. And I know that some students are consistently taking advantage of these resources. And I think the more we talk about them, the more known, obviously, they're going to be on campus and more students are going to be able to benefit from this help that's there. So I think it's really important to highlight that in this entire conversation of tending to your health, whether it's mental, physical, there's so many factors, of course, that can present hard obstacles to overcome to be able to adequately tend to these things. Um, so I think it's important to highlight that. Um, but Danny, I know you wanted to talk a little bit about like scholarships and financial assistance. What is your experience with that? Um, just adding on to your CPO um, before I talk about that. That's, you know, that's a great, um, I know my first time ever doing that was my second year. I think my, before the pandemic started, it was my second or my first year. Um, and me and my friends signed up for the CPO box. And I think it was like before Thanksgiving, they give out a box that's like, you know, Thanksgiving theme it can be vegetarian or it can be non-vegetarian. And, you know, I ended up doing that and my friends as well. And we ended mm-hmm. up, you know, doing a Thanksgiving dinner with that. You know, we didn't have that much money. So that CPO really came in clutch and, you know, helped us yeah. out. And I think it was like seven to 12 um, of my friends. 
Um, wow. And then the three of us got a box, and we ended up, you know, having mm-hmm. our own Thanksgiving dinner. I think it was, yeah, someone's apartment or at the dorms, and it was it was a really great experience. Like, oh, that's with, lovely. With that mm-hmm. CPO experience, so I would highly, you know, recommend, um, you know, following up with CPO and looking at their at their gift cards and their their giveaways. Yeah. And then going off on that, um, something I really do want to highlight is the scholarships and financial assistance. Uh, I feel like, you know, I um, currently right now I'm in another internship where I I go back I through Zoom where I talk to high school students in my local community and talk yeah. to them about uh, scholarships. And it's something that, you know, a lot of people in, tend to forget, like, once you graduate, you know, scholarships don't, don't run out after that, you know. Scholarships are always going to be there for your first year of college until your fourth year of college or when you go to graduate school or PhD or wherever you end up, you know, scholarships mm-hmm. never run out. And, you know, um, if you ever like I feel like if you just go to on Google, on Google Doc, I mean, Google or anything, scholarships, you end up ultimately end up finding, you know, some scholarships. Um, just yeah. be aware of be aware of, of what they ask and what they require. But, you know, UCLA also has their own um, scholarship um, assistance where you go to Scholarship Research Center and you could check like many scholarships at UCLA um, that they offer. And and you can always ask counselors to help you out with these with these process of, you know, finding scholarships or, you know, um, applying for scholarships. And just, just wanted to highlight that that, that uh, scholarships never do end. And right now, for me, I've been applying to multiple, you know, always getting no's, but, you know, there's always going to be that yes. There's always going to be like, oh, here, you want a scholarship. So, you know, always apply. Don't ever be scared of applying. You never know what mm-hmm. ultimately can happen. Yeah. Is there anything else? If I can else add to that. Yeah, I, I'd love yeah. to. Um, there are scholarship offices on campus that you can go to to have your resume looked over or to have your, like, if you're, like, writing essays for your scholarships, to have them help you look over those essays and give you feedback. Or just to help you find what scholarships you should even be applying for in the first place. Make sure that you, if you're looking for scholarships, go to those resources and uh, use them. I know there's at least one on the hill, uh, right where all the dorms are, if you're a first or second year, mm-hmm. which is right in Covell. Um, be sure to, I actually haven't used that one myself. I don't know if that's appointment or walk-in, but mm-hmm. look into that and use those resources if you can. Absolutely. I think both of them are super important to highlight the way that in order to remove any type of barrier for people to be the students that they know that they have the potential to be, taking advantage of the different resources that are accessible to you is definitely so critical and will be so transformative in just your experience at UCLA or just in undergrad in general if you're not affiliated to UCLA. Um, these are resources that are not only existent at UCLA's campus. So definitely go and figure out what type of scholarship centers, resources are accessible to you, anything that could help you if you're a student in California or just California. Um, There's so many different um, resources in the state for you. Um, But anything else you wanted to share at, at all, if you think we didn't get a chance to touch on or anything before we close? 
Uh, one thing I did want to like just add on again is about you know mental health. You know, we do spend you know to my UCLA students. You know, we do spend all this money. We do spend all this time at UCLA. You know, take a hold of these opportunities we have. These resources, resources that we pay for, that we all pay for, and that we mm-hmm. all should are deserve to you know take a hold of. And I feel like CAPS is one of the great opportunities that we do have to like you know to take a hold of our mental health. It's something I do really feel like if I could back go back to go back and tell myself something, I would you know tell myself you know start the CAPS journey way earlier before your first year. And yeah. And I'd like to add before we close here that using, like, finding and using these resources is, well, it's a massive school. And there's so many different things to find and use and actually take advantage of. Start with peer counselors, start with your academic advisors. Talk to those people who are there to help you, and they will always have your best interests in mind and try to get you towards those resources that will help you your peer counselors, uh, like they are there to help you. So be sure Mm -hmm. to schedule appointments and to talk with the people who again, want to help you. Yeah, I think that this was a super meaningful conversation that's really gonna help so many people hearing about the different types of resources that are accessible to them as students that Great for highlighting, Danny. We literally pay for. So we should take advantage of where we're putting our money to allocate these resources for so many students that at the end of the day sometimes don't know that they exist. Um, I hope that this brought some attention to those of you who might have needed a sign to say, maybe I should book that CAPS appointment. Maybe I finally need to start taking advantage of CalFresh or CPOs different food card um, resources that they have at their disposal for students. Or maybe this is your sign to finally visit the Scholarship Resource Center and check out the scholarships at UCLA. Whatever it is, we definitely hope that this served y'all and we're able to learn something helpful in your overall experience of navigating UCLA, figuring out what it is works for you and what you should do moving forward. Um, But thank you so much to Danny and Martin for joining me on this episode and sharing everything that y'all did. Super, super insightful perspectives that I really appreciate. Um, So yeah, thank y'all so much. I think this was a really awesome episode. Oh, thank you for having us. This has been great. Yeah, it's been a great journey. Okay, thank you so much.